0: welcome to a new episode of the Geopolitical Pickle. Today, we will be touching upon a situation that is really on the focus uh, because of the FIFA World Cup in Qatar, which is sports washing. And for that, I will have as always my colleague, Ronan Warsworth, master in geopolitics, officially. We, can, you, can we give a little you, bit of applause? <laughs> well, done, we well done, well
1: done.
2: Well done. Well done. <laughs> we did already give me congratulations before, yes, is, so I don't want to take too much credit. But, but the... now, today, we had the actual ceremony, which was great have my degree and you can call me master of geopolitics that's I can fine call man. master <laughs>
0: master of geopolitics master of the universe <laughs> sounds also also, okay. also
2: fine that's if you want to call me master of the universe <laughs> also master of the
0: universe okay we will also have milos danguvic he's uh, usual already in our podcast so thank you very much for being here how are you doing milos i'm doing great i'm uh, looking
1: forward to talking about this uh, very interesting topic and it's uh, ready for a final noise. Yeah, New,
2: newly published author as well newly yeah, published true,
1: author of course yeah, please. since no, his no, last episode yeah. yes. in next episode please introduce me
0: as published author uh, <laughs> as, uh, as published author and today we have for the first time and maybe not the only one uh, we have Owen Sutherland He's studying a master's in geopolitics and he's analysed sports washing now in the context of the FIFA World Cup in Qatar. So thank you, Owen, for being here. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, how are you yeah. feeling? Apart from excited, How you? what do you think about this sports washing, just like in the beginning?
3: Uh, just like very roughly, I think it's a really interesting topic that it's been going on for over a century now. But I think this World Cup's really highlighted it, which is why I think it's interesting that They've chosen, Qatar has been the most publicized one for it, so yeah.
0: That's interesting. Okay, then we'll get a little bit <laughs> different into that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Guys, um, I would like to start a little bit different today, because I would like to ask you one question. Uh, I saw that I was, I was, when I was doing the research, I stumbled upon this podcast where they did it, and I think it's pretty cool. What is the moment, the sports moment, that you would point out in your life that was the most significant for you, and more or less, like, what did you feel, Ronan?
2: Okay, on a personal level, that's easy, actually. We didn't know these questions were coming, by the way. So yeah. No, no, but no, no, totally. no you okay, go, my I, first, wanted, I wanted to get, get gu- that raw reaction. It's like uh, my my Australian football team, Sydney Swans, winning the grand final in 2012. Because I was there and just, it was close game until the very end. And just the the moment the final whistle rang and we just kicked a goal to uh, win the game, basically. And it was just pure euphoria i remember being with my mum and she was in tears hugging me and it's just like that raw emotion that i think only sport can give you and i mean you guys are grinning now i think you know that exact emotion that i'm talking if you
0: want any more if you want any more information of what australian football is you can look for it because maybe (laughs) afl aussie rules like find out
2: because people won't know and uh, you might say it looks like quidditch or something but it's it's That's what I've heard a few times.
0: I really? mean, it's a wrong. <laughs> it's I heard it was a because r- like,
2: when you say, I mean, <laughs> there's four posts at each
0: good. end of the yeah. field. Oh, it's yeah, played so on a big oval, right. and you're <laughs> just lacking like the you're just like in the rooms. That is, true. <laughs> 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 you definitely have the magicians. We okay. can use drones instead of rooms. So <laughs> <laughs> Owen, what would be that moment for you? Uh,
3: I would say Australia versus India, Sydney Test match, Michael Clarke scoring the triple century. We were there live, it was the Pink Day, the Breast Cancer Support Day, so everyone dresses...
2: Jane the Jane
3: McGrath Day, so everyone dresses up in bright pink clothes, 30,000 people in bright pink clothes for charity and that, and wow. just demolishing India. Beautiful <laughs> sight, really. <laughs> <laughs> that actually looks really, really good. When was that? Oh, that would have been... 2011... 2011? 2011? Or oh, nine? Oh. Something between it was that, around yeah. that area because it's when I was first really getting into cricket. Yeah. And we went up there and I was just beautiful to watch. I don't understand cricket. It's no, something that
0: I really like games last too long. It's just like yes. I don't
3: know. I don't I nothing maybe, better than a five day sport. Yeah lunch and tea breaks. Well, right Is now the they're sport doing, made against
0: ADHD people. <laughs> yeah.
3: Like right now they're doing the day night test in Adelaide so they have the dinner breaks. Yeah dinner breaks mm-hmm. they had to run hot cocoa on the field today because <laughs> the West Indies. Indians were called. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh
0: that's, that's actually really interesting. Melos, what would be yours?
1: I would go with uh, more popular sport, I would say. <laughs> For me, it was when I was a kid. I think I was eight years old. It was World Cup, but in basketball. Mm-hmm. It was in, in Indianapolis in USA, and the Yugoslavian team beat the USA. I think it was quarterfinal, and I was kid, and you know... When yeah. your kids' sports <laughs> is one of the most important things damn, for damn. you in the life, and then we later went on to win the World Cup, so it's a very nice memory, how especially you, because I was kid. How did you celebrate then? I stayed up because it was in speed uh, was played in USA different times zone, mm-hmm. and I was just full of joy and. Excitement, but unfortunately, because it was late, I had to go to sleep. <laughs> 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 okay, we won, but now go to sleep. <laughs> Probably it was a school night or a quarterfinals <laughs> against you. <laughs>
0: That's pretty interesting. And yours? For me, I mean, I'm Spanish. It's I'm Spanish, and I like football. This one's pretty easy. Sergio Aguero. Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> Sergio, where is Argentinian? Come on. I know that. I, know that's, I just, no, I no, just no, no, wanted no. to get that in there somehow. Yeah, <laughs> no, for me, for me, it was the 11th of July, 2010. Uh, Andres Iniesta scored in the minute mm-hmm. 115 and some a lot seconds, almost in the 116, I one remember. nail against Germany. And that was uh, like... First, I almost got a couple heart attacks. I remember that there was this old lady sitting beside me while watching the game, and uh, and I was just like literally on my knees, like like literally with my hands on my face, just like I cannot see this. I mean, I remember Robin like almost scoring in the in the mm. extra time and everything. I was just like every time I was and the, and this this poor old lady just touching my shoulder being like, Don't worry, so don't worry, they're gonna do it it'll worry. be <laughs> all right <laughs> and, and, then, of encouragement. and then and then Iniesta that scored and that was just like crazy. that was something like i I cried until I went to sleep. I mean, it was just like incredible. I don't know that was the it was something we weren't expecting so
2: it's crazy, like nothing can bring people together, and, and that drive is why emotions I had the that's why have these questions that's why I
0: have these questions because. When, now when we are going to be talking about sports washing for me it's interesting to see how because sometimes when we talk about uh, soft power which is what's gonna be what we are going to be talking about soft power is the um, influence that a country or an individual or a company may have that it's not based on violence or military action and so traditional real exactly power, traditional yeah. realist so it's in a cultural way but how this culture actually is so Effective in my opinion because it touches the, se- the feelings of the people that are watching it, and that's why, in my opinion, it's really really interesting to, mm. to analyze what we are going to do today. So, I would like to start just by defining a little bit what is sports washing. Just as a little introduction, sports washing is a term that was coined in 2015, so it's a relatively recent term, but that doesn't mean that it hasn't happened before, it's just like it wasn't that uh, pointed out in mm-hmm. a way. Uh, the definition that we could have, I mean, there's no official, we are social scientists here, we keep on changing the definitions, but we could, we could uh, more or less agree on an individual, a group, a corporation, or a nation state that uses sport to improve its reputation and public image, both outside and, and inside of their, of their borders or their spheres of influence. And with that, knowing more or less what it is, Let's start from now, and then we go a little bit to the past. I was going to say, I think
2: now we start with Qatar, because I think there's been a lot of criticism leveled at the World Cup being awarded to Qatar, which some of it is directed towards FIFA, the governing football body, because there's a lot of corruption accusations against them. But then a lot of it's been leveled against the Qatari state, and things such as LGBT rights, worker rights, and corruption within the government have all been used as an accusation of sports-washing by Qatari state Mm -hmm. to legitimise the regime, basically. So, yeah, what do you guys think to start with about the allegations, basically, that this is a sports-washing World Cup? Owen, you can start, yeah.
3: I personally agree with it. I think, you know, looking back 2015... I think more than half of the FIFA executive committee members who hand out who are the twenty-two people who get to decide who hosts World Cups, over half of them have been charged with corruption or have charges pending. Some of them, like Jack Warner, um, the Caribbean guy, is evading US police. So <laughs> <laughs> there's still some charges pending, but I think like when you have out of twenty-two members, over fifteen being alleged corruption or anything, that it's obviously something that needs to be noted, that it's not a, it wasn't a fair shake of the bottle, I guess, to use an Australian term yeah. on who got the
0: <laughs> World Cup. I mean, and it's clearly proven. I mean, it's it's proven yeah. by, by all the commissions. The, the United yeah. States Supreme Court named, uh, like, dictaminated that FIFA was a mafia-type organisation. Exactly. So everything's I think crazy. the main
3: problem with it, aside from the sports washing and Qatar covering the human rights, is that, FIFA's been operating for over 100 years now outside of all these rules and regulations that, like, the Olympic Committee has to abide by, the World Anti-Doping Committee has to abide by, all these other international sports organisations have to follow certain rules and regulations, Mm. and FIFA's been allowed to skirt around it for so long, and that's why it's enabled these these power-hungry people to take bribes and allow
0: sports washing to happen. It's pretty crazy, though, because, I mean... Uh, football is arguably the most popular sport in the world. The Champions League final, the World Cup final. I mean, yeah. those are the most important te- uh, television events in most places in the world, obviously. We're not going to enter, for example, in the cricket uh, <laughs> final in <laughs> India or in South Asia, in Southeast Asia, I and mean, uh, obviously in Australia. Or, for example, some other sports that may get a lot of attention. Like in the United States, you have NFL, which, yeah. like the Super Bowl, is also a massive. But FIFA, like FIFA. First, is the most global. Of yeah, parts, it's the parts. most global. I mean, FIFA represent. Mm. FIFA uh, accepts federations of countries that are not even recognized by the by the United Nations. It's the oldest, still functioning international organization mm. until today. It's the largest one too. Yeah. So, how interesting it is that those decisions are relegated to 22 people. Exactly, that's that's something crazy. Yeah. But I mean, I mean
3: because of all this, it's come out now. It's changed and it's gone back to how it was originally so it's now a vote out of the i think it's whatever it is 190 member countries they all now uh voting for the new world cup spot so they've mm. dismembered this executive committee and made it everyone gets a vote instead of all these, all these powers in twenty-two people's hands. Mm-hmm. So they've changed it now because of all this. But yeah, it is crazy
0: that it's a little because it's a lot of money, it's a lot of uh, soft power. Again, it's a yeah. lot of it's a lot of soft power in the hands of twenty-two people.
2: Mil- yeah, maybe.
0: I think this,
1: like you said, I think this is that big backlash against Qatar is partly directed against FIFA because, as you stated out, it's. One of the probably most corrupt international organizations, and I would also like to point out why uh, Qatar is attacked so much because they are not traditional football nation. This was their first World Cup, and pretty I'm pretty sure this they, this will be their last <laughs> World Cup <laughs> as well. Yes. They didn't get qualified, no, to World they the World Cup. Not because the host got Yeah. Only way yeah. they could yeah. qualify yeah. again if they. Oh, they won an Asian Cup actually. To so I mean, that's uh, yeah. they.
2: they, they w- I mean, it's part no, of yes, run? No, uh, Qatar won the Asian Cup in twenty
3: nineteen. Won it a few years ago, but I mean, but, also in the lead up to this World Cup, they played the winner of the Northern Irish League and lost four nil or something to the Northern <laughs> Ireland.
2: But they did, yeah, they did win the American Asian Football. Cup in twenty nineteen. So yeah, they did. Like they okay, beat okay. Australia, Japan, Korea, Iran. They, they 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 didn't have a bad team. In twenty, I don't know.
3: So. And they used to. This is obviously decades ago now, but even in the youth world cup in the 1980s when it was held in australia they got to the final of that and lost to germany that's interesting yeah again but this is mainly because they're naturalizing a lot of citizens Mm -hmm. and they're getting a lot of south american coaches yeah that happened mm -hmm. in handball
1: with qatar when they had also i think some competition world cup probably yeah and most of them played are people from balkan and from france that are Naturalized, yeah. yeah. Double, yeah naturalized. Like, I, don't, I think the coach, yeah. Spanish I don't think there was like... n- maybe only one or two actually Qatari players playing mm. for them, so we could maybe see that in football. I don't know if it's um,
0: yes. I mean, what do you, you think know, about
2: we... the sports washing situation? Then?
1: I
0: mean, particularly with Qatar, I think it's become uh, clearly uh, on this, it, it's it's gone on the spot. I agree with Millers in this sense. I mean, this is well, also, you've said it like because of FIFA. Uh, being in this scandal of corruption, that's why this the the the, the focus has been put on Qatar. Mm. It was also put on on Russia in 2018, but it was definitely not put as much. No of way. because it's like Russia no played World Cup before exactly, club, but- and Russia were able to. Put, I think
3: the difference is Russia is able to fall back on an image already presented yeah. to the world, whether not many people would know of Qatar other than yeah. Th-
0: yeah. Th- than Doha yeah. th- I mean, airport. Russia still has like. It, it because was, now they are all ex- they are all expelled from from the competitions. But I mean, yeah, Russia is good football. Good they They, they didn't qualify
2: anyway. But no, they, this, it was, this this they, World Cup they didn't qualify. So, but but yeah, yeah I but understand they what you mean.
3: The Champions League final last they've got a football, football culture.
2: Yeah. But then my question to everyone would be: Do you separate those bribes from sports washing? Is FIFA separate from Qatar winning? Because I think it's still a prestigious event for anyone to host. And I think Qatar as a nation, want, any nation wants to host the World Cup because it gives so much opportunity for exposure for your country. And I mean, it's a country with a lot of money that can afford to develop their country. And I think we've seen massive development within the country because of the World Cup. Uh, do we call that sports washing, or do we call that they are trying to just build their own country. I mean, that's what any I mean, nation it's a, it's wants to a, do. So it's then, a way
0: of... It's, I mean, the corruption part, It's just it was just a necessary part for for achieving the sports yeah, wasn't. But all, all the what, countries, what we've but, seen is that FIFA worked in a corruption system. Of course, of course FIFA
2: is corrupt. We, we all know that. I mean, 2018, 2022, World Cups were at the same time. And every nation that was submitting a bid was told they would have to submit some extra payments along the way. Right. So it's not was not a hidden it was not a well hidden fact that there no, was corruption it was going transparent on. Corruption. It was very transparent yeah. corruption. I mean so this is not new information. Yeah. I, I just think that it's like we're very we've been very quick, not us as yeah. this podcast, but I mean as the na- as the world, we've been very quick to nation Qatar as a sports washing World Cup, but I think really But
1: I think a good question would be would Qatar win the Competition to host it, whether FIFA was corrupt or not. I Honestly, think. probably. Based on the World that Cup, that based on it's on they the, on invested the how much? Like 220 billion, so billion. billion. Like next closest. 220 billion, yeah. Uh, next like the like highest it. spender, I think, was Brazil with 9 billion or something. But also, like that. So you, I like don't
3: think you can take that money into account because Qatar's the most spent World Cup ever by over 200 mm. million.
1: That's what he's saying, yeah. yeah. But that's, I know, but
3: that's what I'm saying. I think, like, if you're looking at how, like, who would have got it if not. I think nearly everyone that is in FIFA or around it all agree that it should have been the US's World Cup, Mm -hmm. and this is why they've got the next one.
2: But, okay, next question then. (coughs) Why should World Cups only go to rich countries which already have developed uh, developed infrastructure? Because Qatar is a very wealthy nation. I think it's one of the top five uh, in terms of GDP per capita in the world. Uh, I mean, it's it's not well... Distribute yeah. obviously, between the population, but it's not a, a poor nation. And at least in the, this instance, like so much of that public money is going back into the infrastructure of the, com- uh, the country. I'll just give you a few quick figures. They spent $45 billion on developing a new city called Lucille City, which is going to be home for 200,000 people after the World Cup. Then they spent $5.5 billion redeveloping downtown Doha in terms of... Uh, Modernising it, putting new offices in metro there to system. metro system. Metro, system. metro yeah. system. That's that's even separate, but that's and mm. this from the 5.5 billion dollars, and then but also keeping that cultural um, significant areas as well, and then they've spent another 7.4 billion dollars on a new uh, port that's there. So these are all things that are going to stay after yeah. the World Cup. They've actually really invested this, so it's much better than an authoritarian leader just taking it for themselves and their family, so I would argue that this is actually not necessarily a a good thing that the corruption's happened, but it's like I I think we see it with a very pessimistic light. I
3: do agree with you, but I think if you're looking at the World Cup and who should host it, FIFA say they want to improve and grow culture in football, so I think Yes, obviously, Qatar doesn't have much of a football culture, and this is going to give them a great chance to do it. But FIFA have all these other organizations and tournaments and that that are done where you could do this, say, in America, and you've got 300 million people there where football's not one of the biggest sports. And if you bring this big tournament there and all the flash and all the hype and that, I think, like, if you're looking at it for FIFA
0: in marketing terms, it makes more sense to go to like right. a. I don't disagree, like yeah. so, but yeah. but though because uh, there's there's one aspect of it, and it's uh, with the money, because also, I mean, uh, the president of FIFA, Blatter, uh, Joseph Blatter, he keeps on saying that this was done, like, there was a lot of money that then they could reuse in smaller federations, blah, yeah. blah, blah. So, I mean, it is true that they've grown these smaller federations also through, <laughs> like, there's been bribes, and, like, again, I think it's the, the president of the federation of Bermuda or Bahamas or something like this that, like, basically they were giving him some couple million dollars, and like the, those couple million dollars were supposed to build a stadium. And like, he built a stadium with less, but he kept mm. one million. I wins. mean, that <laughs> happens, yeah, it's it, it happens yeah. everywhere. But Again. I
3: think the I think we can't really think about the money as Qatar spending all this money, no other country would. I think lots of other countries would, but they've got checks and balances, like, you're not going to see you know, Joe Biden spend $200 billion building stadiums and that, like he's going to be held accountable in Congress and the Senate and everything. And well, they and, all have the the sports infrastructure. Yeah, and the World yeah, and Cup, and the they're
0: always, they're always uh, a losing game. I mean, like every organiser has lost money. I think every organiser has lost money. Yeah. I mean, it depends how you, you measure as well because obviously yeah. you, people yeah. only, exactly, direct people only look investment. at the direct but investment but yeah, versus I mean the right. direct
2: outcome from the World Cup, but the long-term infrastructure.
0: It's an investment on this, on this soft, and this soft power that were mentioned. Because in the end, right now, I mean, Qatar has been developing this, uh, several other things. I mean, Qatar has been developing the airport, for example. That was, well. that was part of it as well. That's part of the, the improvement, pro-
2: improvement plan.
0: Exactly. It, like all of these. Also, uh, we are not like this this Kata- is an overarching plan it's not exactly. just Qatar to it up. wasn't it's just
2: 2022 World Cup whereas exactly. Brazil is probably look at Brazil now yeah. look at like
0: the no, the stadiums
3: the stadiums are,
2: are falling in into ruin. disrepair yeah. it's like this this is a no, well though. I mean at so, least there's only one made from containers and exactly they, yeah, yeah. and they they planned for it in advance I would say this is much better and they've said
3: like um, it's I think it's a 40,000 seat stadium the stadium 974 or something and they've already said like we're going to dismantle it and we can either move it or like share it with other golf countries
0: mm. or we can break it down and make two 20,000 seat stadiums. Yeah, nice. instead now, of that, now that, uh, uh, MBS has, uh, MBS for those Mohammed of you who don't Salman know. Salman, Mohammed bin Salman, Salman the, the Grand Prince of uh, Saudi Arabia.
2: The de facto leader of Saudi Arabia yeah. as
0: today. He's, uh, well, basically, if the Qataris now, because they've unfrozen their relations now with Qatar and everything, now if they... They will get the stadium. I, I, would <laughs> <in> the stadium.
2: <laughs> I would argue this has been a good, uh, good thing for all of the Arab world. I mean, they've been long shunned by the West as backwards Islamic. And obviously, we see... Problems with the way they treat minorities in the country. I'm not saying that they're perfect, but I think no, if just not. think they're not perfect. They're not perfect, obviously. But no Qatar's way, taken yeah, 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 big yeah. steps forward, uh, just in the 12 years since it's they won. Probably wound one it. of the most liberal Muslim and and countries. yeah, it, it is. I, I had a statistic. It is it is almost easily the most liber- liberal country in the Gulf. There, like we've got Yemen, Iran, Egypt, Syria, UAE, all with. Uh, uh, index scores for human rights and rule of law uh, at above Qatar. nine out <laughs> of ten for terror, like for badness, badness. I don't know, why I ever, <laughs> in lack of a better word. Turkey, 8.1. Qatar sits at 5.8. So they're way ahead of yeah. like the rest of the Arab Islamic world probe, right now. Yeah. And they're setting the example about how to, how the engagement for the West can be with the Islamic
3: I think, to try it. I agree with you. I think the problem with Qatar is they're not advertising it well. They're not saying like, look, we've come this far since 2010 when we got the World Cup. I agree. Cup and that's the problem. It's a branding. It's, branding, exactly. branding. exactly. It's almost like it a marketing a, problem. But I think it's a,
2: a bit of a racism from the West. Yeah, that like, Because it's an Arab country now, we haven't given them the opportunity
1: to yeah, say like, that I think this like is Let like us Okay, that no. is... Exactly.
0: Actually, I want to put that question because I've said, as I said before, this sports washing thing, has been going on from Since from before. Sport. Exactly. Yeah, and I want young. to give I want to give a yeah. couple examples on that. Go back uh, to history. We go back, <laughs> go we, back we need a, we need, a little bit.
2: We need our producer to get produce a history I flashback am the, sound I, yeah. effect. I am
0: the I am the editor, I'll try to add it later. <laughs> um, what's our producer do again? <laughs> <laughs> She provided stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I want to touch about uh, on two on two particular cases. Uh, one of it is the Olympics in '36. Uh, this has been brought up lately a lot. The Olympics in '36 happened in uh, in Berlin. Yeah, and uh, Hitler's Berlin, Hitler's Berlin. Hitler's Berlin, already three years after getting into power and everything. And they were used by, by the Nazi regime to basically uh, as propaganda. wash their emails as propaganda. I mean, their objective was to show this Aryan man winning all this, uh, this, uh, these gold medals, whatever. And then you have... Jesse Owens yeah. <laughs> beating them and it's a <laughs> little bit and actually with that in particular I want to put one thing which I found it really interesting that when the Olympics in 36 I mean this was the this was the the idea of uh, of the regime and there were uh, certain uh, there were there was also a criticism already back in the day uh, particularly the US was uh, the US well. was the strongest criticism uh, the the um, Jews uh, in the like the Biggest you, uh, it's an association. I can't remember the name right now. I should have written it down. Um, they, they actually voiced against the against this. They tried to boycott it, but as any other sports event, and I think we're going to see it. It's not really easy to boycott the event. It also happened with the with the World Cup in '74 in Argentina. They tried to. That happened
1: with Olympics during Cold
0: War. So there's a real the Olymp- boycott. Exactly. Wheel, I think it could happen. Like yeah, there's bo- a real, real wheel, I think yeah. But if it's possible. a real. And and a relatively global boycott to it because I mean,
2: but I mean I think if America boycotts the United States, everyone will see it as a Ill- illegitimate but, Olympic Games. But I just, I just want to
0: I just want to come back to to a couple of things. So basically, uh, in the Olympics in '36 again, we have the Nazi regime legitimizing itself and uh, showing how modern and how beautiful it was, and like the International Olympic Committee named it the best Olympic Games to date. It is also a little bit criticized the International Olympic Committee because they seem to be kind of like sympathizing with the Nazi regime. But this game, they, they were, I mean, they really created, they still, uh, up till today, they still consider the best Olympics up till that day, which is which is true. I mean, they did put a lot of effort, as Qatar has put now, to, to bring this... Uh, to bring this, um, this yeah, yeah this quality this general product to this general product exactly this this version of of it being something different like literally there's some uh, letters there's it. some letters sent to the to the SA the the, the, the armed forces of the Nazi mm-hmm. Party saying that they wanted to show how uh, they wanted to show to the world that this lie that they were prosecuting and, and going after the Jews was not true blah blah blah. Okay, all of this goes. So that is one example, and then that that happens. Another example uh, I would like to give, because of where I come from, is not just the use of uh, of the tournaments in themselves, but of particular actors, which is particularly using one team, which Mm -hmm. we'll also touch upon, uh, which is uh, Franco's dictatorship using Real Madrid Mm -hmm. as a face wash of the dictatorship as soon as they won. Uh, Franco personally started like sponsoring this uh this um, the, the 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 rise of Real Madrid as what it is right now Real Madrid is a
2: global entity sports brand probably yeah probably the biggest worldwide sports brand if well, you've been to, so. I've been to Asia you've been yes. to Africa you see people yeah. wearing knows Real, Real Madrid, Madrid. everything Everybody in, knows in the street it. you know like yeah. in in Zimbabwe and like small little town,
0: where they don't have a TV. Literally, it, Real is, it is. more or less known that that Franco personally mediated between, like, in the signature of uh, of uh, Alfredo Di Stefano, who was the greatest player in the moment, uh, for him to go instead of going to Barcelona to go to Real Madrid <laughs> to promote this image of like unity in Spain, whatever. Royal Club. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a Royal Club. I mean, it's always it's 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 that perception. So it's something that it's not. Now, then, we as just, I mentioned before, we have 1970 we four like World would, Cup in Argentina.
1: I would add even, like, two of the best, probably, boxing heavyweight fights happened as a part of sports washing, like Saudi Rumble in the Jungle good. and uh, Tree line Manila boat with Muhammad Ali, one with uh, Mobutu in Zaire, yep. and then Mobutu another in uh, Philippines with President Marcos. So, it's not... I'd change
3: I it to two other things as well. you got the new golf, the Live Golf, that yes, Saudi Arabian-backed yes, yes. golf, and also a complete sort of change, but, um, Qatar, own Bain sports, the sports broadcasting, yes, which so is, like, is global, I mean, which I mean, is a, it's, a it's global. But like Qatar, in that
0: sense, uh, see another. Uh, this is not it's even like sports watching I mean, because it's Al Jazeera and Bain sports. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And, and you have Qatar. You're you right. have Bay in sports with it, which is, I mean, Bain sports right now has the best uh, commentators. It, the, exactly. has, the pundits, has the pundits there? And Al Jazeera, also, the, yeah. the there and Al Jazeera and also provides fantastic, fantastic news and insights As I heard the other day, Al Jazeera gives you the best news except for talking about Qatar. Yeah, for sure, for sure.
3: Another thing I'd point to, like people talk about people owning clubs and the tournaments and that, but Qatar are reaching into everyday life with being sports and that, trying to promote a better image of themselves. But
2: does it? That's my next question. Like, does it really? Like, do people think? How many uh, people
1: know
3: that? Exactly. Is
2: from and no. Or oh, exactly. Al Jazeera as well. Like, I mean, it's only it's only lefties really <laughs> the that yeah. watch Al Jazeera anyway. But, but it's I think like, but like.
3: I think for them, it's just more of a thing that they can point to and say, look, we can do all this. We're not as bad as the other Gulf countries that you think, like, we're not as bad of a Gulf state as you think we we are. Yeah. Like, look what we can do. We can provide all this funding and that just don't look any further. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they have just
1: big sponsor deals they are sponsoring Barcelona Sydney Swans I mean, I mean my team the, the United football. Arab Emirates are the third
3: biggest sponsor in European football yes, behind yes, yes, Nike yes, yes, and Adidas, yes. Adidas at the moment yes, 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 and of yes. course fly I mean, yeah. but 10 they years teams. ago they weren't even in the top 20 of sponsors mm-hmm. so yeah. you can mm-hmm. see in
1: 10 years Why now Newcastle's just been bought by the and talks about Ronaldo going to play in Saudi Arabia yeah lots of talks about Ronaldo
2: going to play for some absurd. Well, Exorbitant
0: amount of money, two hundred. No, 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 no. He said no. In the well, yeah, he uh, did say no today. It's, it's, apparently, it's eighth of December. He said no. Yeah, we <laughs> <No, laughs> will see. But I was going to say we need like, to wait and see how much uh, money uh, he gets yeah, first. But. <laughs> uh, but I wanted to point out something precisely because of what you're saying. If it works, uh, because there's an argument, and uh, Infantino, the president of FIFA, was giving it that. I mean, this helps the country to to modernize, no? as we were saying, but. Uh, my my question would be, if these events, if the organization of these events, if the if the purchasing of teams, if if this sports washing, it's actually could actually help improve the situation in these countries because of pointing out the wrongdoings in mm-hmm. the countries. Because in the end, I mean, with Qatar, what's happened? Is that negative? They wanted behavior. to have a publicity, but for the last year and especially in the last yeah. couple of months, it's just been crazy. Constant oh, negative, constant information on Qatar and like the and the <laughs> 6,500 uh, dead workers according to NGOs and uh, and the, their. Their anti LGTB laws, their problems with uh, well, their, their anti-alcohol, undermining, anti-alcohol, <laughs> undermining of women's rights. the one that people cared the most about, I mean, <laughs> the <alcohol> they, they, <laughs> It did bring those issues to the light mm-hmm. in a way, which at the same time, if you would have asked anyone about Qatar two years ago, Yes, first of all, they wouldn't have known where it was. And second, they wouldn't have known that this was happening. Yeah, yeah. Exactly.
2: Or they say, what's Qatar? Is, is that for <laughs> <That's> dinner? <a, laughs> <my> or <God. laughs> you'd have to say... Well,
3: I think any Australian in Europe would
0: be like, oh, that's the place I stopped to, to, go Yeah, home. exactly, exactly. <laughs> like, Literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, that would be my question. Like, Do you think that it could, at the same time that it helps with this, uh, with their image, do you think it could help uh, at pointing out the, the wrongdoings on our own vision, again, because... Mm, I, like, I saw the national teams, I saw the, the German national team, the Danish na- the Danish national team, the English national team. All uh, making com- statements. All making the statements. The did the big hey, video. Eh, yeah, but like the Spanish <laughs> didn't make a single statement. <laughs> because the Super Cup is played in Saudi Arabia. But I would say
1: these protests are a virtue signal. If you really care about that, I think you would boycott it, not just make some empty gest- gesture and still play in the
3: World Cup. But I think... I think you know boycotting doesn't necessarily work to an extent because, like, you need like we said before, you need a lot of teams to bo- like I one agree, country. It, for
1: me, it means that that you're not that. that, yeah. that, that That's topic serious, is not uh, important for you. Yeah, if you yeah. Don't it's want. not if it, it's really important for you. But you also, boycotting. I
3: think it's not the like I don't think it's fair to take the athletes out like they're not. Politicians, or maybe yeah, but they're
1: still making political. I know, but they've trained world all world. their
3: lives for this. They're not expecting this to come up in their prime when some of them are going to play a World Cup again. It's not exactly fair to be like, oh, yeah, we're not going anymore. You don't get to play and exactly. your only chance for a World Cup. Like, I think you got to look at it for them as well. Like, they've trained all their lives. Like, yes. It's going to be a tainted World Cup, but at least you know they get the satisfaction of being mm. like, "Yeah,
2: like, we we have our moral like, virtue." Yeah, <laughs> like the Australians, like you know,
3: they did the three minute video about it all, but you know, it, there wasn't calls for them to be like, "Oh, don't go." We caught, yeah. yeah. You've you've played really hard for four years trying to qualify. Like, you just qualified in a penalty shootout against Peru. because the location is
0: circumstantial. What you want is the World Cup. Of course. Yeah,
3: exactly. So, like, I think the boycotting, I agree that, like, it does make a good statement, but I think it's not fair to the players to take them out of, something they've trained for their whole lives it'd be like That
2: might be a once in a lifetime exactly it'd be time. like
3: yeah. us right before we hand in the thesis or I guess <laughs> not Ronan but um, yeah. <laughs> the rest of us right before we hand in the thesis a week before the state exams to go "Oh know you've been kicked out of the course yeah. or something like you know it's not mm-hmm. fair
0: so no, I think no.
3: that's my argument against boycotting.
0: In that sense, uh, literally, there's a Spanish football player is called Hector Bellerin. He was receiving an award oh, yeah, some some is. month ago. Some some month ago. No, I think I think the World Cup already started, so it might have been like. Awesome. Two left weeks ago, back. ex no, left back. <laughs> he's been kicked there From there, I don't know where is he gonna play. Yeah, cool guy, though. You need to check his uh, clothing style. Oh, cool. He's, he's a very, fashion. He's, he's a fashion. A very no, The guy, the guy man. is really cool, and he's he's really and he's really vocal with mm, with matters cool. like this. I mean, he's really vocal with uh, with human rights, with social rights, with uh, with uh, psychology, with taking care of uh, psychological health, and and cool. and matters of the of the like. And he, when he was receiving this award, the World Cup already started. I'm pretty sure now because I remember more or less what he said. He, and, and he gave this short speech where he said basically that at that moment that he was receiving the award, he would have loved to be in representing the Spanish national team in the World Cup, but he didn't get called. But at the same time, he was feeling good and bad. He was feeling bad because it is that once-in-a-lifetime yeah. you know, opportunity. I mean, in the end for the world cup or for the olympics like you're the chosen like you're literally yeah. the chosen but that for him he would have gone and played but he would, he would have been bit, feeling yeah. bad so in yeah. a way not being called for the national team was a little bit of a, a relief blessing for him that's <laughs> why, exactly <laughs> like because he didn't have to face that to situation more. exactly he didn't yeah. have to face that situation and i think that that goes in what you're saying i mean in the end when we are asking uh, but when the, we are asking the, the footballers or or the sportsmen and women to 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 make a statement if they do it wonderful i mean you have wonderful yeah, experiences of footballers and sports mm-hmm. board, uh, men and women like making like making changes or like promoting some changes or whatever but it's not their job yeah i well, mean it's, it's not their job and and most of these people they are young people in their 20s that oh, like maybe that maybe they don't have any freaking most, yeah. idea of yeah, what oh. they're talking about and they tell them... Well, if you're yeah, a footballer, probably not. You anyway. I mean, <laughs> don't too
2: much at a young age I, yeah, and you yeah, got yeah. no but idea. But if, if
0: they tell them, hey, you got to go and play in Qatar now for the World Cup, and again, like, the Super Cup is played in Saudi Arabia, and uh and in summer they play in the United States. Yeah. Or to extend uh, further if you Begle. play for
2: Newcastle now you you're playing for yeah,
0: exactly.
1: Saudi Arabia. Yeah, oh. But and I think so they so shouldn't the care the players. Exactly. Like, I, I don't I, I, think they I, should I, make I think I, they shouldn't I, make any political statements. I think so. I of feel course, like they can. Not, I, can, I think that they can but not exactly at the venue. Let's like do it for yeah, social I, I, media something. Yeah. I think people have got
2: to remember that humans they can make statements but I agree I think like it's
1: not to discourage players or anything not to diminish them but like your job is to play the game and i think you shouldn't be concerned what are the what is the political background i think behind yeah that. i
3: agree i think that that's when the politicians and that need to do
2: more okay so to make a quick tangent now just to still do with sports washing but like a historical comparison so we talk about saudi arabia and other countries buying teams um using different means if we look at uh, the Cold War, we had America and Russia, or the Soviet Union. Sorry, not Russia, but Soviet Union, fighting over sports. Basically, like we had huge money poured in from both sides, and the prestige about winning. It was like the space race, the sports race. It was everything. Special in interests. I was oh, going to say. And then yes. yeah, that's yeah. so. I think it's not a new phenomenon. I think just. Every country has done it historically. I think it's been brought to the fore now. And I think it really plays into the power of sports within geopolitics as a soft power tool. And how money can actually change sports as well. And I think it's super interesting. In and what, what are your guys' opinions on how that ties into the current situation in Qatar? Like, where we've seen this progress from where it was a multipolar, bipolar system...
0: I mean, that is really interesting because, as I was mentioning, the, the Spanish supercar is played in Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. And Saudi Arabia and Qatar are those two enemies in the Gulf. So they've been sponsoring parallel uh, events. And and now, in my opinion, buy, uh, the buyout by the Saudi group of uh, Newcastle United in, in the Premier League in England is a reaction of Qatar buying PSG. I mean, it's a reaction to that. The richest so you can,
2: club in the w- world, Exactly, right? you, can, yeah. you
0: have you have the you have that fight, that geopolitical fight between the two entities that are in a geopolitical struggle. Among them two, fighting in the sports in their sports um, sphere over that as the United States, well, not at the same level, obviously, but as the United States and and the Soviet Union was doing at the at the moment. Cool. And I mean, it's always a sense of. of pride to have your people there. in Be in the, the best in the world. Exactly, exactly, be the best in the world. I mean, mm. when the Soviet Union was still, uh, was still uh, the alive, Soviet, yeah. the Soviet Union won the Euro Cup, for example, the football Euro Cup, and they were putting a lot of money there. Yugoslavia was a massively uh, also sponsored team. They were both in basketball and in of football. Course. They were incredibly good. They also won the Euro <laughs> Cup. The Soviet Union, Yugoslavia, and then Brazil, West Germany, whatever were always in the top four top six, top eight teams, both in basketball and in football. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I agree. It's, yeah, it's, it's something th- that it's not new. I would say
1: it's understandable why nations do that, because it's the probably you have the biggest audience in the world that the whole world is watching, definitely, is World Cup. You have probably a couple of billion people that will watch the <laughs> World Cup, at least the final. So, it's... Uh, it's not surprised that the nations watch it will this do this year. This <laughs> year <you know>? because <laughs> I don't <they're> believe <laughs> you. <laughs> no, I will watch it, yeah.
2: You watch you watch it when Morocco win or
0: <laughs> Not talking about that.
1: <laughs> but yeah, like I said it's it's one of the more important parts of uh, soft power I would say because not a lot of things that the whole world will be watching. Sports is mm. one of those things I would say and especially like we said in the beginning it sparks emotions. Mm either bad or good but definitely it nobody is like neutral when watching sports even if you don't support some team, you pick if, a side you pick a side yeah. only. so that's i think great correlation with geopolitics in the end and, and great power competition it's also
0: internally because i think it's it's the it, that's the the best of it that's why the first question i think it's the best of it it boosts your own population to supporting this Sorry for going back to Spain again, but like I I know it really well. In twenty ten, when Spain won the World Cup, the FIFA World Cup, the country was in a massive recession, (laughs) peaks of unemployment, everything. Now. The 11th of July, 2010, Everybody we were celebrate. all in the streets with our freaking yeah. Spanish flags, <laughs> celebrating, blah, blah, blah. Everybody's patriots. There, was, patriot when you there was no independentist movement. There yeah. was no, nothing, nothing. Everyone was Spanish. <laughs> there, was, there was always a player that was from your region or whatever, so you could identify with it. I mean, it was a general feeling of joy. It was... Um, for me, it was the last moment of joy uh, and, uh, <laughs> before everything just went to shit in the country. So it's a double—it's a double-edged sword in that sense. It's, yeah, but uh, losses could have the opposite effect. effect exactly, of it does like, have the the opposite effect. But even uh, even the the, the even when you lose, even something. even when you lose, if you don't lose in a bad way, if you fought like this this feeling of like fighting whatever, yeah, that stealing encourages is exactly that still encourages this. This national uh, view sentiment. and this national mm. sentiment, or whatever. So it's it's a uh, it's it's really interesting. But I wanted to touch because, well, I don't know if you had any more on saying in, on on history in the historical part. No, no. Because I want to so I, think- I want to say one thing. Uh, We're talking about the we've mentioned already a couple times. PSG. I want to point it out just like to, to make a map of more or less what it is now. Um, For the last 10 years, there's been several teams that have been bought by conglomerates or directly by states uh, which have made the balance of power in European football shift, which is a lot of money involved. Uh, You have uh, Qatar involved with PSG, with Paris Saint-Germain. You have the Emirates involved with Manchester City. And you have uh, now, well, since uh, 20, uh, 2021, yeah. 2021, in Newcastle yeah. Newcastle by... And in, uh, we had, of course, Roman Abramovich in Chelsea. But yes. That's exactly <laughs> what I wanted to say. Because it's not just the States.
2: 2005, <laughs> was it? 2006? I think four. I four. Think four, yeah. It was, it was much, much earlier. When it they played like,
1: semifinals, that was, I think, before... I 2004 sure they, they won they the Champions League, though. So maybe no, they Mourinho that was sport and ah, that was bo- that was but sport. that year so, so, that year so, 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 was sport i think that year right. so, when they played but uh, Chelsea. Chelsea played semifinal.
0: i think yeah, yeah. that year they were both but that, lem, that's my that's my that's my 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 point here that it's not just states or whatever using this soft power it's also individuals wealthy individuals to to see their their image related to sports instead of being related to anything else Shady exactly um i mean do people know that
2: wolves Owner, the Wolverhampton Wanderers, who are also in the Premier League, their owner is uh, a guy who I don't know his name, but he runs a company called Fosun International and is very closely associated with the CCP, the ruling party in China. So it's again, everybody knows about the Gulf countries. We don't talk much outside of that, I think, unless you're a fan of a club and then you don't like your particular owners and they're American <laughs> yeah. and they don't want to invest. Then you have a problem with them being. Are you talking about Man United and and <laughs> Liverpool and Arsenal? Like they all say the same complaints, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, other than that, there's not nobody has a real problem with those people owning it, but unless it's about them not investing enough money. The only time, even like Wolves, people that were happy that this this uh, Chinese businessman, which obviously got rich off the back of his close ties with the the CCP, uh, nobody had a problem with that. But people have a problem with, with the Manchester Arab City, states yeah. because.
1: But I think they, have, they like,
2: see it differently, but I, and I, I think a part of it I is because of the racism against be, the Islamic and Arab world. Honestly, but, then but
1: again, but, they have a higher profile and they are more connected. I would say to the more states. connected, yeah, yeah. It's more. It's more like, they are states. like that I agree that's partly English. because they are, but they have like they but are specific in their own way.
2: I got I got one counter to that against. Uh, being connected to the state, because Manchester City, prior to being bought by uh, the current owner, Sheikh Mansour, in 2007, they were owned by, for one year, Thai businessman and the former Prime Minister of Thailand, uh, Thaksin Thaksin Shinawatra. And he owned the club for one year. And he was the Prime Minister from 2001 to 2006. He got very, very rich as a businessman in Thailand, then became Prime Minister. And then very controversially sold off billions of dollars worth of shares in these companies and paid no taxes on it because he exempted himself from the laws and there was huge protests and he got ousted in a military coup and then he was allowed to take over the club but I and think- that i mean it was a small time but Nobody had a problem
0: with that in terms of... Because it didn't destabilize. It's we were, so uh, we're talking about only the fairness of the, the sport uh,
2: or something? or
0: No, it's, it's the, the, the destabilizing power with the ones that are in charge of the game so far. I mean, because, for example, the ones that have raised these concerns on the, on the... The ones that matter, that have raised these concerns on, on the Arab states buying teams, having other great teams. I've been Juventus, have been by but Munich. That's people are worried oh, about their people Exactly. i by status. really rich people. Exactly, like money, by really rich Exactly, exactly. Yes, 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 exactly. So.
2: exactly. None of those are poor, poor clubs. Like, they're all like owned Juventus by rich people. that are worried not a you But because But
0: because it touched... Precisely because they are so big, when they raise that topic, it becomes... Boom.
2: They don't want a new a player yeah. in the game that exactly. could potentially they don't want beat a new them. player. That's
0: I'm, when we put the focus on the... Yeah, on the exactly, on
2: sports washing and... Exactly.
3: <laughs> I think it even boils down to even less so, like, yes, the Chinese business tycoon owns Wolverhampton, but I think there's not as much of a problem with him owning it because he's not doing what PSG and Man City are doing, spending hundreds of millions of dollars on players. And I think... So no, it's all Manchester Liverpool. United Liverpool. I know no one
0: has spent 222 million okay, PSG I is an like,
3: ex- exception yes but yes. I think like that's but the problem I think like because they have such a cash fund whether like for Man United that's like how I'm a huge Man United fan you try like your biases years, are showing here you try, <laughs> you try for years to try and I get I am a
2: Man City fan just for just for yeah.
3: transparency
1: like, reasons you know, yeah, uh, grade, but yeah but the, the, you try, the, the, try so long to get
3: these players whether like for PSG or that, they've just gone like... But Men- I Man is not... Exactly. Like, I wouldn't yeah, be, better. No, I I know, I'm, I'm not, not saying that, but I I'm saying be like... like I wouldn't pleading the pauper as a <laughs> Man Men- you know, No, I'm not, but I'm saying like, I think the difference is the critiques are coming from these Arab states because like lesser teams like Brighton and all that aren't able to afford the same... Not Obviously, they're not going to be able to afford the same quality players, but... Like, you know, Neymar, I think the Neymar purchase by PSG was the sort of one that showed the financial disparity. And yeah, they had Mbappe they in the same the- year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, you know, like, I think, like, like,
2: for, for Clarity, I think it was 220 million euros and then 180 million exactly. euros. Exactly. And I think yeah. that the same showed year, the
3: disparity. Like, usually there'd be a 30 or 40, 50 but, but million for the Euro. Premier League, but,
2: like, there hasn't been that. I know, but I think, like... I think between the top clubs, there's because about all six, seven... Rich. They're all super rich. Yeah, and, and I think, and like, that's the why Arab the Premier States...
3: League isn't... Like, the Premier
0: League's not... But Man like, City, like, right, I, but I right. think... But Newcastle Man City, I agree definitely. With, I agree with Owen, There, yeah.
3: Like, I think if you look at every other league, like... But then a uh, uh, question, it would happening.
1: people be against it if uh, some businessman from another country bought? Agreed. Newcastle if, if and broad, the Peru, same money same. If, if
2: someone from Peru came and bought Newcastle and, and, Peruvian, and said he's going to invest
1: Can so be. much like,
2: money hundreds of millions of dollars I into the club billions of dollars into into Newcastle and a Peruvian um, Latin, I Peruvian it's investor <laughs> like it, I, I just don't think it would be the same reaction I think
3: the reaction would be similar on the stance of there needs to be a better financial fair play system there needs to be like a more regulated system on who can buy clubs, how much money can be put into but them. But then like, you
1: would need to limit, I would say, the already... I know, but you need to change the whole system of football. Yeah, otherwise. I agree, it's I know, unfair, but, like, but I think it's, like it's that, the way football is always... Money was always the most important thing. <laughs> like there's sports sports one, sport's one argument
3: football. at the moment out there that the Premier League and other leagues around the world need to have a rebuttal test. So for new owners, they have to sort of rebut the fact and prove that they're not trying to just buy the clubs for... But that's
2: the opposite reason. That's to try and uh, bankrupt the clubs, basically, right? To drain no, the funds. No, then, not even that. Because like, there's been a c- cases of that on the opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah. So now yeah, we're no, actually getting not, angry at the clubs for spending the money and investing no, in the club. And then... One for that,
3: it's more of a... You've got to sort of prove you're not buying the club to improve your own image. You're buying it because you
0: genuinely... I'd be interested to see how it. those tests... But okay, okay, yeah. but That's for that, I would, say I, would have, I would have two questions. The first would be, um, is the image of these countries actually improving? I know, as a matter of fact, that the image of individuals can improve if you relate them to sports, mm-hmm. even if you just relate them to sports. Sorry but, to go again to, to Spain, but Real Madrid... <laughs> President is Florentino Perez, he's the owner of the biggest construction company in the world and you will never see his name related to his company unless it's like sporadically related to that. Which which the company is it? ACS.
2: ACS. I, I, ACS do they, I do know them, yeah, yeah. yeah of I, course you know them. I was a civil engineer. <laughs> <laughs> Precisely. If you, were, if you were a civil engineer
0: and you were hired by Spanish, ACS, you know that Spanish it's like... Spanish
2: have a high boom. percentage of very big construction Yeah, 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 yeah they, for they, some they, reason.
0: That's basically why we... That's basically why we went to bankrupt almost in, <laughs> the, in 2007, <laughs> 2009. Another... Uh, story <laughs> for another no, day. No, but... Yeah, sorry for another day. But uh, do you think... So, the first question would be, do you think that this... Um, sports washing attempt, we could call it. It's actually benefiting these these countries. We I want to put the focus a little bit on the Gulf because of what we are what we are talking because we're like the focus has been put on the Gulf. <coughs> so do you think the image of these countries has been improved actually because would, of this?
1: I would say not. I think it just uh, not improves but how to say it reinforces the stereotype about uh, the rich Arabs that want to buy everything mm-hmm. of value in the West. Same could be said for uh, Roman Abramovich, who was, again, like a poster boy for uh, Russian oligarchs that mm. are especially very close in, to in, in England a- and in Britain that they are influential. Yeah. So I would say, I would agree with you that it's more about the individuals. Mm. Even in individuals, I think it could have a bad effect. But for states, I don't think that anybody said, yeah, Qatar is good because they invest in PSG or for... Or in the World Cup. Or in the World Cup, yeah. I think, like we said before, it brings <clears throat> negative PR when they're put uh, on the spotlight like mm-hmm. that and definitely will be put on spotlight if you pay for a player £220 so. hmm mm-hmm. <laughs> No, I 100% agree.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I think, yeah, it just puts more negative light on the country instead of getting the positive light that they're hoping for and I think Qatar is a great example with this World Cup. Like, you know... You're seeing everything about it from the backflip on beer two days beforehand to the five star luxurious l- hotels that they've put people up in, which are in shipping containers, basically in tents in the desert. Like, yeah. you just see it, I think it really highlights the fact because you're bringing in like hundreds of millions of people mm-hmm. to come basically examine your country close up while you're watching football. Like, mm-hmm. football's 90 minutes, but they're going to be there for weeks or months. They're going to see a lot more than just a game. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah, it shows the it reinforces these stereotypes that they are just yeah wealthy people buying sports.
2: I, I'm just gonna say for me, I think we've got to separate club ownership from World Cup organizing events. Of course, organizing yeah. events like club ownership for me, they're not doing it necessarily <coughs> for the same reasons. I think a lot of the time they're doing it for profit rather than. I mean these there's, there's <coughs> still an investments at the end that's, of the day. Was and a second, like uh, second question, yeah, because and, and, in
0: the end, like you could also see. I mean, because there's there's an uh, there's an attempt by these countries, particularly the ones that are like oil producers and things mm-hmm. like this, to diversify, diversify, their to diversify their investments, their, of course, their investments. They see
2: that oil is coming to an end, so I think that w- that's one case. Whereas the World Cup in Qatar, I think, has been unfairly lumped into the same category because I think it's a legitimate opportunity for the country to grow, to develop their infrastructure, to. Show Arab states like they're now a representative of Arab states on the world stage, which has never been given the opportunity before. There's no, no Arab country that's no, held the World or, Cup no, or Morocco, held the Olympics. Morocco is not Arab.
1: About Qatar. Ah, okay, sorry, 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 sorry. so
2: Qatar. Yeah, Qatar. Like they, they've had the opportunity to show the Arab world on mm-hmm, the world stage, mm-hmm, and I think mm-hmm. they've done a really good job. I, I know you say there's been problems with mm. alcohol, there's been problems with hotels, but I mean these were known issues course, in you, leave. you know
1: where you're going you exactly know, right. exactly I think, like, like I, I
2: mean i've been to morocco so I, but i i haven't been to a lot of the arab world i would love to one day but like if i go there i know that their customs don't necessarily want you to drink alcohol and i think that's perfectly fine course, you, you yeah. know it when they're you go there culturally exactly true. but, but i think they've they very well i think they've
3: i'm not saying that like we should be allowed to drink no no, but no I'm no. just saying that you know Budweiser is yeah, yeah, the biggest a, sponsor yeah, and I, they've been assured all these things in last minute. Yeah. And that's all that that's a problem with FIFA
2: again. I think FIFA as an pro- organization is extremely yeah, problematic and I, and, I think, and I think we have much too much problem with Qatar the state. I think as we I said before I think they're one of the best performing countries in all of the Middle East. They have really invested so much money in infrastructure, which is going to last long after the World Cup. And I think we should encourage this sort of growth in the developing and the world that hasn't been traditionally included in these sort of things. And I think the whole world benefits from increased uh, how do we say uh, integration between every country,
0: being able to come together. But so, do you think that integration actually happens? Because the, two yeah, eight, I the I two, think I wait, think the two thousand and eighteen uh, FIFA World Cup was in Russia the 2021 winter olympic the 2022 winter olympics were in china just before the the yeah. russian invasion to ukraine the um, the now this uh, world cup is going to be in qatar well it's going to be it's, it's, all <laughs> <taken> place. <laughs> it's taking place in qatar do you, uh, again do you we really separate think that the sports from anything
2: we separate the sports from the state so i think it's unfair to lump russia into this because it's a state issue that's been long ongoing i think it was also a problematic decision at the same time to award russia the their world cup because I was a but i think it was not qatar um, but
1: not this much backlash against russia there was 0 close, yeah, there, right? no there was
2: almost 0 backlash but against like russia but like i agree with it like i i had many friends that went to go visit the russia world cup from australia you know um, I think there was almost no backlash. I think it's it's crazy the discrepancy between the two. And again, I think it's because Russia has been much more associated with the Western world for a long time, and, and, with, I, football I, and with football, but but with the Western world, of like course, people yeah. are more comfortable to go to Russia because they, no, you can drink. No, you can drink and no
0: NGO came out saying that six thousand five hundred people died in the construction of the of the infrastructure. Again, but in ha- but we don't know how many people did. I think there was more. I, I I'm not saying it's good. I work in
2: construction for a long time. It's a dangerous industry but there was definitely not the safeguards that were that should have been in place in Qatar.
3: Deaths I think are the main problem for a lot of people. I think it's the system that brought them there, the Kafala system that like, yes, there's been changes to it, but I mean these people are going to this country getting promised all this work and as soon as they arrive yeah the passports are taken from them i,
2: I 100% agree oh, this I'm was a terrible system i mean that, and, and, and I this happens all across the middle east know, as well let not well, i'm just not saying saying it's guitar, only qatar yeah, I think, or just from the world cup this happened before yeah, no but and I mean, continue but to happen the um, world cup unfortunately it, it is, has, is what i
3: mean and i think that's it has on what, a bigger on level for sure a lot of people are dismayed about like obviously yes, there's I, I, going to be but I would intense, argue that it's a good
2: thing. It's actually brought light to the fact that this has been ongoing for a long time, and now I know people are actually more aware of it but I actually think more likely to. The problem is,
3: everyone like Qatar have made these promises that they're going to stop it, but you know the world's after December eighteen,
0: the world's most
3: likely going to forget about we'll, what's we'll, happening. We'll see, and we'll they're see. even
0: honestly with the PR that they're getting right now. If I were Qatar, yeah. I would try to make but people forget as fast as like, possible. Do you no, you know, think, but I mean like,
2: they they've. Uh, They've passed new laws in, know, in, the, in the process of the but World there's Cup. There's a lot to, of, I mean, lack of enforcement I mean, for these laws yes, is the problem. Of course, so. I mean, it, it, and it was like a huge infrastructure yeah. undertaking in such a small time with such a small population, which they didn't have the resources to oversee these, these construction projects. I know, but I still think there needs to be properly. But the laws were put in, like they, they actually know, introduced new laws to. I, 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 I'm not saying that I'm think it's going to be perfect after the World Cup, but I think there's opportunity now the laws are in place if they can obviously there will be like a fraction one one hundredth of the construction going on then there might be a opportunity for the limited I think inspectors like you've to seen the it.
3: international labor office come in in 2018 19 to the country in that and even then they've made recommendations and everything and they've been put into place in air quotes because they've been passed in the government but the International Labour Organisation still come out and said there's been no enforcement, there's Mm -hmm. not a lot of change and that. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the main thing. And I think my worry is, you know, World Cup ends December 18, all this media hype and attention and 3 billion people watching the country is going to just, like, that stop. Like, everyone's going to go back to uh, Al Jazeera, Doha Airport. Exactly. Like, unless you're in the Gulf States and actually sort of affected by what Qatar is doing you're not really going to be paying much more attention to it and I think that's the problem with the World Cup and that is it's great there's all this intense pressure on countries to be better and protect people's rights but after the tournament ends you know it's not like you're going back for a review a year later and go, this is what's happened in Qatar
0: over the past but year. Do you, think, do you think it would uh, backfire, this attempt of uh, this um, sports washing? Do you think it will backfire, Qatar, in the long run? Because it, there's been such a focus put on that. I think
3: a lot of people are going to look back when we're older and say, oh, the 2020 World Cup,
0: are you? that one in Qatar? Sort of with... But design. not even, not even, will we, not even we get all I, what I'm meaning, what I'm meaning is what you're saying. You know, like after the 18th of December, the World Cup in Israel, blah blah. The following year, 2023, 2024, 2025, blah blah. When someone, okay, we know more or less situation in different parts of the world. So, so we've been there's terrible places. Um, that I wouldn't say Qatar is among the worst, <laughs> to be honest, at this point in my life. You would, but eh, no, it's wouldn't, definitely not. Yeah, wouldn't. yeah, thank you. But th- that, because of that uh, media backlash that they've got, do you think that that image of Qatar as like a controversial space mm. where there's this lack of yeah, uh, think, rights and whatever is going to stay? You know,
3: stay. going back to a classic saying, "No publicity is bad publicity." Okay, like Qatar's. Yes, it's not exactly how they want to be portrayed, but I think, you know, this is a great opportunity for them to build on international relations and, Mm. like, you know, compete with Saudi Arabia to be one of the leaders of the Gulf states. But I think at the same time, they're going to have a lot of work cut out trying to prove that they've actually implementing these reforms that they've passed and everything. Like, I think, obviously, there's a long way for them to go, but I think, yeah it'll be important for them like as a step for them to be able to use it as a stepping stone into oh look we hosted the world cup we a big player we compete with saudi arabia like we host sporting events and everything so yeah i think it's a stepping stone for them but i think it's going to need a lot of talking about and reform instead of just this is what we're going to do so, you may actually pressure them, in your opinion, to,
0: to I, like actually. Uh, well, it, I think it already has pressured
3: things. them. Like, we've seen reforms in the kafala system. There's been mm. an introduction of a minimum wage and all that mm. for migrant workers. So, there has been improvements. Yeah, yeah. Like, like like we said before we recorded, Qatar's developed more in 12 years than it has yeah. in yeah. its history. Like, it's by, by far. been a crazy transformation for the country. And I think. Like, people need to realise that. Then also, if Qatar wants to be one of these world players, there needs to be more. Mm-hmm. I think there needs to be a little bit more done to for them to be able to say, like, yes, we can be an international player. Like, they're already now trying to host diplomatic talks be like a peacekeeping nation Mm -hmm. and host talks between countries so I think yes
0: they were uh, I would like to point that out actually they were the ones that uh, held the talks between the Taliban and uh, and the United States exactly
3: so like they're trying to grow into this role but I think in order for them to grow into this role they need to like make some more reforms because they're not as lucky as countries like China and Russia who have had these sports washing claims can fall back on history Mm -hmm. and say well look at all this we've done like Russia for example can go we defeated the Nazis and and all that like Qatar doesn't have that privilege of looking back in history and reminiscing on it
2: the next World Cup is in Canada United States and Mexico and Mexico as a state has huge problems and will there be the same backlash that's the last thing I want to ask will there be the same backlash against Mexico
0: Mm, <laughs> no, because first of all, uh, first of all, is yeah. the United States. Uh, yes, I know it's, it's Canada, North America. I know it's North it's America. It's Mexico, Canada, the, the United States. 80% will be yeah. in the United mm-hmm. It's 80% but, in the United States. And like the United States is going to put as much. If they already pressure Mexico for everything, they're going to put everything that they can to make the World Cup as safe as possible. Because because some authors because already imagine. called Mexico
2: a failed state. Some people yes. even here would that's call for another episode. That's, that's for another episode. Another episode. Yes. That's, that's why I was just like, just as a quick <laughs> yes. final. As a quick I don't final think thing.
1: they will. I think you know because it's different. Like it's not the Mexican state language. is uh, pushing drugs and things. It's like cartels, not like Mexico. Yeah. Yeah, they have yeah, one yeah. Think, like one major that yeah, problems with the world cup uh, drug violence. But then again, it's not stable. Which is 2014 World Cup. No,
0: 2014 World Cup in Brazil. 2010 World Cup in South Africa. Yeah. And telling me the insecurity problems, I know it's not the same of level course, of Mexico, so but the insecurity problems in Brazil and the, and the corruption South levels are in
2: South Africa as well, at that time, and Brazil. So, so I mean, and there every no world has been yeah. played yeah.
3: by corruption. Like, you can look back on it as soon as so, Jao Havalaj, the Brazilian, gave it to Argentina, the mm-hmm. Junta. It's yeah. been since then, there's been corruption, yeah, but I think yes. Mexico just quickly will be different. There won't be as much because there's only going to be a few games in the country and all people from Cartos are going to watch the games in my opinion I mean
0: they're they're just gonna put them in the DF or like you're gonna have a couple more places in Puebla maybe they have a good stadium and I think the
3: problem with Qatar is associated with the a lot of the critiques are coming from also like they're not a footballing... Like, yes, they yeah. play football, but I think a lot of it is... Go back ew, to the, yeah. Like, a lot of countries that didn't make the World Cup are like, well, how come they get to... Like, how why are they hosting it? Why are they playing it? They've never been in one. They yeah. rank... Like worse, they're not even in the top one hundred countries. They were ahead of
2: Australia, I think, going into. Were
3: they the
0: okay? Well, FIFA <laughs> yeah. They were ahead of Australia, but that's not because of Qatar's... And we, almost, uh, group, beat of exactly. we, we almost, almost beat Argentina. Let the record state: we almost beat Argentina. <laughs> you know who beat Argentina? Argentina. <laughs> <laughs> Saudi Arabia. That's a good sport. And <laughs> yeah, <word. In> Morocco. And <laughs> I think no, that's, the like no, that's the thing. Like a lot of countries are very jealous about it. Like I think a lot of countries
3: <laughs> are jealous because they're playing in it. Whether, like you know a lot of Asian teams like Egypt didn't make it for example yeah. Egypt have a long
1: Football, footballing history.
3: culture and history and I think that's sort yeah. of a lot of so dismay that they've taken a spot from a team but also like it happens every World Cup the host always qualifies automatically so it's also a guys
0: it's also the first World Cup in Asia like it's it's uh, not the, the first, first World, World, World Cup in Asia. Asia this one in Korea but oh sorry, first, sorry, World so in, first World Cup and in the Middle East and that's what I think like
3: a lot of countries as well see other countries like Egypt and that who have attempted, like, have put in bids before to host yeah. the World mm-hmm. Cup and not get it, and now it gets to Qatar. Yeah. It's sort of like, I'm not saying Egypt's any better or any worse, just saying that they've been in the right world. Now, of right, now, than Qatar, right now, I'd much yeah.
2: rather be living in Qatar than I know, but Egypt. I'm just saying, there's, like, there's, there's a much history. more of a footballing yeah.
3: culture and history and... Mohammed Salah. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> like, the yeah. proudness of their football, You're and they've right. been putting in bids for years to host it, mm. sort of thing, and I think that's where a lot of the sort of... Criticism well, for them posting it.
2: Well, thank you guys for joining us. It's been yeah, fascinating
0: uh, discussion. I think, uh, I think we can I think we can leave it from, from today. We, I mean we could talk
2: for another two hours. We, we talk like <laughs> two hours, but guys, we love geopolitics and we sport. love sports, we so we this love is a problem. You <laughs> <get> <laughs> us. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, guys, 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 don't <laughs> lie. Eighty percent of this conversation have been, has been on football. So like, it's <laughs> 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 if anyone understood the game, then the, the teams that we were saying, no, but it's um, please. I
2: mean, we want to hear people's opinions on it. Is it is a really washing. interesting topic? Yeah, because it's as you said, it's been. Brought to the fore recently, and like exactly, it's, it's, it's like
0: suddenly, this is like a there's like the this is the glass breaker in a way, yeah. Like suddenly, you realize the conversation, like we started. saw it before, but no one cared because it's another soft power tool. But suddenly, it's in the table because uh, Qatar, Qatar is already. doing it, and because, uh, yes, because everything uh, surrounding it. Thank you, Milos Danubic.
2: Thank you, thank you. Dan Ubic Dan Ubic and thank you Owen Sutherland for joining us thank you for having me thank you Ronan for joining us <laughs> thank you One
0: Free as always and uh, thank you very much you that you're listening if and you survived this long we appreciate it if you survived this long we appreciate it leave something on the comments if you survive this long just write okay <laughs> <laughs> we then, just we nerd, then we know then we know which team you support in yeah, the okay. <laughs> and, uh, or just write if you're watching the World Cup or if you're boycotting it that would be fun to see <laughs> in any case thank you all for listening and we will be waiting for you well no <laughs> we will be here again and next week and we'll be week.
2: catching you again
0: we'll be catching up again with more the geopolitical people don't forget now we have weekly news roundup map of the week no guys this is growing a lot you definitely should follow us so leave us a follow leave us a comment if you liked it thank you very much for being here and we'll hear you well, you'll hear us in the next week Thank you. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Your Political Pickle. We hope you enjoyed the episode and we look forward to seeing you next time. In the meantime, follow us on Instagram for more behind the scenes content. And subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast. Thank you and see you next week.